And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. As long as they keep on making animated Star Wars, Hope Molinax and Chris Honeywell will be on the case. Welcome to Jedi's and Jedi, a project that began with Clone Wars and now may never end. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of J Guys and Jedi, a weekly podcast talking about Star Wars. In this episode, uh, it's going to be a little bit different. Hi, I'm Hope. I'm one of your co-hosts. Chris is not here this week. And that's because we have a bit of a special show for you. We, we are here to interrupt your Andor coverage with this. I was on a panel at 221BCon. This was just a general Star Wars panel talking about everything under the Disney era. And it was a really fun panel, so I just wanted to share it with you guys. I had a really good time on it. Um, 221BCon is a fantastic convention in Atlanta, my lovely hometown. And while it might be a Sherlock Holmes convention, it's more than that. Because I would say it's like 60-40 Sherlock. And the other 40% is all sorts of wonderful things. It is a wonderful queer community and... It's so welcoming, and it covers all these other fandoms as well. Like, I went to an Our Flag Means Death panel. They have, like, a Doctor Who panel, and, of course, the Star Wars one I was on. I'm going to be pitching an animation panel next year. So it's more than that, and I, I highly suggest everybody to go. It's a wonderful community. It's super queer. You will be welcomed immediately and being a bee. So please come to think about coming to 221BCon, especially since there's no celebration next year. It'd be a good time to come to a nice, friendly, homie con in Georgia with, like, fantastic people to hear stuff. If you want to have, go to writing panels. I was on an asexual writers who write smut panel, and that was a really fun panel, too. It was really personal. The person I was with and I had a really good time talking about, like, our process of being asexual and how we write smut, uh, the resources we use. Uh, I wasn't able to record that panel because uh, when it comes to panels like that, we were telling personal stories. The con is against recording those, so, you know, we don't, you know, break the privacy and the, the trust of the panelists and the audience and stuff. But that was really fun, and it's just a really cool convention. And I would love to, like, see uh, more people there that I love and hang out and stuff. It's just a really fun show weekend, so think about it. But as for the Star Wars panel... There were two other panelists on there with me. The first was Deborah Hicks, and Deborah Hicks is the con chair for Necronomicon. There we go. Uh, Necronomicon in Tampa, Florida. And so Deborah is was fun because she's like an OG fan like Chris is. And then the other person um, is Nimble Noor, um, and their name is Noor. They are a cosplayer and content creator, and their cosplays are awesome. Like, look up Nimble Noor on uh, Instagram. Their cosplays are fucking amazing, and they showed up as Aang from Avatar Lost Airbender. And they were uh, just a really great panelist as well, so I had a great time. So, yeah. This was the Star Wars panel this year at 2023 G21BCon, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So, enjoy. Love you all. See you back with Andor next week. Bye-bye.
Yeah, he's playing on collateral. Really good. 
Yeah. I would also like to talk about High Republic. So, I am a High Republic fan. Yes, so I am here to, to convert you all to the gospel of High Republic. That's what I yes. It is their new um, book in initiative. Yes, it's very, very, very Exactly. been a Star Wars fan my whole life. For me, um, I'm 29, so I grew up with the prequels as my new Star Wars. But as far as I was concerned, there were always six. Like, we just watched... It was all Star Wars. Yay, two cakes. Um, so, I think I was five or six the first time we watched it, um, and it's been with me my whole life. And now I'm diving way right back in. Um, I cosplay Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, uh, working on Ahsoka. And... Um, have just gone super deep into all the lore in the last year and a half. Um, discovered the High Republic series of books and canon, so I'm uh, re going back and reading all the books that I missed. Um, I'm sticking with Disney canon for now, but not 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 Wait, doing so the legends. Yeah, there's a lot. There's I'm like, all right, I'll start with the canon, and if I want more, I'll go back. Um, so very excited to talk about that and the new new directions of Star Wars and how much more. 
inclusive it is. Because um, there's stuff that they're doing now that like I feel like I waited my whole life to see, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's been really cool. So that is that is my connection. Son go to school. We invited Tim Son before he wrote Air to Empire when he was living in a one bedroom apartment in New Jersey. Wow! Oh my God! Because his military connection, the black color, and okay, I gotta tell a funny story. Sure. to hear that if you guys don't know him he's like star wars novelist royalty oh, yeah royalty yes, people are like the first novelization other than the movies and really other we're doing yeah he's also just a sweet guy i remember you said about a few years ago and somebody was just like yeah i just like the scene where you wrote these two characters on the day and he was oblivious he didn't realize that you have the guy in your book Shut up. It's a thing. So much about Luke and Mara's romance. Well, two things. One, what convention is Oh, we went never know time. Okay. In Tampa. This is our 42nd year. Oh, I went to that one time, actually. I'm from Tampa. Uh, well, I'm not there anymore, but oh. I did go to Necro at one point when you had uh, Christopher Paolini there because yeah. he, oh, yeah, 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 he, yeah. um, yeah, what the heck? And Mark McLaughlin, he writes horror based on Lovecraft, obviously, although the theme is 42, which I guy, yeah, and also the writer for the Daily Show. 
hmm. who is a comic book writer and a game writer, and he's had other guests with two main and then like 40 or 50 other guys. Well, yeah. I am not out of town seeing Hosea that weekend. That weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the last week were the 22nd through the 24th of September this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my other thing is just uh, speaking of Timothy Zahn being a very nice person, um, my husband is not Star Wars at all. He's seen them, he just doesn't like. Um, but there's a series of young adult novels that I think are currently out of print um, called Dragon Back that Timothy's on wrote. Mm -hmm. There's about six of them. Okay. Um, my husband loves them. Um, and we went to Dragon Con a couple years ago, and he comes with his first uh, book and all of the like art that my husband has done of the characters. Oh, yeah. And he shows it to Timothy Zahn, and Timothy Zahn is so thrilled mm -hmm. that someone still cares about this series. He's going through the art, and um, the rest of the line, of course, is Star Wars people. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the guy directly behind my husband starts to inch forward with whatever um, Zahn book yeah. he's got from Star Wars, and like, Hey, Timothy's on like back of the line. I'm talking about my dragon books. So, uh, I just slower on Marvel because I've been so into Star Wars lately like it was one of those I, I listened to I discovered Star Wars audiobooks recently didn't know that those were a whole thing um yeah if y'all don't I don't know how many of you guys listen to audiobooks but they're sound effects music there's like different voices the droids sound like droids there's lightsaber noises it's like listening to an audio drama and they and that's not even the audio dramas they have separate ones that are audio dramas the, love him. He, he does a lot of the other. He he does all the voices, and it's gotten to the point where like I'll just, I just hit his um, name on the library app, and was like, all right, anything you've read, I'll I'll listen to. Um, so here's the question for for a few guys. So if you are recommending folks to get into Star Wars, Disney, and Canon, 
um, where do you recommend that they start? Which canon? Disney. Canon? Disney canon. Because um, for me, I love the animation as well. So, like, I recognize that on the whole, Rebels is easier to eat than seven seasons of Clone Wars. <laughs> um, but I like Clone Wars better. Clone Wars is where I live. I would have to discuss it with anyone because a lot of fans don't watch the movie. And that's just, you know, I know a Star Wars fan that has watched everything else. Except for the books, but she won't do the animated stuff. And, you know, so if I wasn't doing the animated, um, and they hadn't seen anything Star Wars, yeah, I would start doing the animated. Well, if they'd only seen the movies, I guess. Like, if they'd only seen the movies, yeah, then, um, oh gosh, yeah, there's all kinds of places. Yeah. If we want to go just with what's on Disney, um, and or, yeah, because, you know, you get to see the build of the, the Republic, uh, the, um, the Resistance, and, and go from there. Mm-hmm. I think it really depends on the fans what you want to come up with. Like, I have friends who are like deep diving into like Star Wars all the time, podcasters, and they do it all the time. And it was still hard for you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, it is. That's true. It is, it is very intense. And I, I thought, do you have to somebody who's never like really, who's watched Star Wars and never really got into it? I feel like Clone Wars is more of a problem. so much that's that's why it's my favorite my favorite space to play in is between episode two and four because there's 19 years of canon there mm-hmm. and very few until recently like we didn't see hardly anything um that's why i love the kenobi show so much because like there's 10 years in there where like he has to like i was like he's got so much trauma to deal with i want to see him suffer yeah um, <laughs> and, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Obi-Wan goes to therapy is the plot of the show. Obi-Wan Kenobi goes to therapy. Yeah, or he gets his ass kicked into therapy is more. Yeah. But like, Baby Leia is so good. It's anyway. It's interesting the 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 transition between the Republic and and the Empire and how much crap they did. They had five million clones that somehow disappeared. You know. That's, that's cool and, you know, you don't it doesn't suddenly happen. You know, they came in. Of course, they were proud. Everybody, the Nazis were putting it out. Right. But you're talking about a galaxy. You know, you can hide a lot of shit someplace else in a galaxy. So yeah, it was really great to see that. You know that you know the empire just didn't crumble all of a sudden like everybody suddenly getting rid of that. And I think that's been one of the things I've enjoyed seeing is the follow up to that. Yes. Oh, I was just gonna say that um, one reason why I feel like the Mandalorian would be a good place to start someone is that. very typically on a TV show, it will start with one new person coming in, and that is your way of introducing the audience. Yeah. And Din does not realize he's in a Star Wars. He's a much a Jedi. Yeah. Real dumb. Um, and I feel like that's a good starting point. Um, it also um, has to do with how yeah, he's also shout out to the two different stunt actors who also yeah. played uh, yeah. 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 Oh, and the other one I cannot remember of the name of, but he's hot. Yeah, I just to say when you're talking about um like how long it takes to kind of like root out the empire, so to speak, when it's a massive galaxy. I think that's one thing that the Legends books did well. It takes 10 years in the canon of Legends book of Legends books for a treaty to be signed between the, um, the New Republic and the Empire. Mm-hmm. So it's it's 10 years of conflicts and like that sort of thing. So, you know, the Legends is Legends. Han Solo might punch a space otter. Things happen. Yeah, that's when I stopped reading. Yeah, that's the, um, oh my God. Sometimes you just have to take steps out. Yeah. All right. That's their weird, these, like, you know, I I like pretty much all the stuff up to when they signed the treaty with the Empire. And then they're like, well, now everybody's getting along. So we got to introduce a new Mm, villain. This weird alien species that's not affected by the Force. And we're
And I found out really fascinating versus what they had planned to do. The vegan part was just like, oh, they will just take all the Republic stuff and then just rebrand it. So if you go watch Bad Batch, they're still using Republic tanks. But what the New Republic does is so startling when it has the Empire, but they demilitarize 90% of their military. So I really enjoy like the story. When the Anchor Bad Batch Calls the Empire takes over and succeeds, versus the New Republic treating them with landowners, and I find that a very interesting dichotomy because sometimes you do have to take yeah, the good ideas from your dads. Yeah. Um, something that Ethan Hale talks about in Andor, um, he's one of those heroes, and he's like, I have to use the weapon of my enemies mm. to beat them. Oh, that's, that's part of I mean, that kind of story, and sorry if I keep gaslighting your. Um, yeah, I mean, that was World War II, you know, what did the soldiers, they, you know, the allies coming in, oh look, we've got a tank, we took it from the Germans, we'll fire that puppy up, you know, and I do think in some of the, the end, well not Andor so much, but Mando, you do see all the outer rims, okay. so the ones that are more survivalist oriented, they're, they're away from the Republic, they're away from the Empire, um, they're using the ships and they're using the technology because they're not afraid of it. It's like we survived on this planet with no water. We're going to take the technology. Why shouldn't we? And yeah, I'm glad to see they're doing that. But I and it is kind of interesting that whole that the empire, the republic, is is shy about doing it, which you can kind of understand because they have just gone through this war. And they don't want to be associated with the bad guys, but it's not interesting. It's not as random, but the most interesting part is seeing the Republic and Amnesty program and how they try to get some heroes. That's been a really fascinating part of the season. And it obviously doesn't work. in the entirety of Star Wars. My co-podcaster's first show, she is pregnant, and she is like, ups, like super happy about that because she still has to see herself as a virgin woman that looks like, she's a virgin actor, so they like really yeah. awkward. Like, you know, this is important. And, and, and we don't get it. Arabs, I'm mean, almost Arabic. We don't get it. It's, uh... Oh, okay. Did you know, honestly, we about one and was like, said, said something, your friend, it said something about like, um, even in Star Wars, Persians have to be doctors or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, probably not. The closest you got would would have been uh, Tuskens. Yeah. You all get slaughtered. They had such a good. Yeah, I was gonna like a lot of people like to shit on the Boba Fett show because it was a mess of plot, but (laughs) however, great, it is popcorn Star Wars, and also 
<laughs> yeah. But that episode, the second episode of Boba Fett with the Tusken Raiders, is I think yeah. the best thing that they've done in fifty years. Oh, yeah. I don't uh, even Andor. I don't see Andor as a Star Wars show. I see it as a political drama that happens to be set in the Star Wars universe because it has absolutely nothing to do with anything else. There's no aliens. There's no space battles. There's no blasters. There's no lightsabers. There's no. There's a couple of look. The only thing you see is the like the bit with Luthen's ship when he's escaping from the whoever the guy is. But right. Well, they did. Yeah, because they had they like did such a horrible job of that in the in the canon in the past. Yeah, the way that they were treating like the indigenous population. So I thought that was really really cool to see. Yeah, the whole the whole Star Wars is a space western. Yeah. Even the music. changes at least at the beginning. Oh, I did yeah. see the yeah. I did see the like I, mean, I don't care if Disney wins, I just want to say to salute. Yeah, yeah. I mean Disney was the first uh, major corporation in Florida to offer um even before you know gay marriage to mm-hmm. offer part of benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so when I was a child I'm sorry I can't when I was a child he went there and went to Disney and I was a baby I was like six and I was looking around, and there's all these men offering hands. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not official. Disney, it's not official. Yep. It's safer. It's safer. It's safer. 
But it's starting to come more into this main cause space stuff. It is. The has been fighting it over here. I have had issues with Dave Ferrani, our race of a black woman from Tesla Woohoo! I'm so mad about that. But we're also now starting to get more of our live action side. Mm -hmm. Because we have Anne which is a very. I was shocked that that happened. It has two lesbians that are like just very casually yeah. lesbians, and you're like, yeah. "What's the catch?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't die. We're also doing like like different people of color and uh, different like uh, nationalities in the upcoming nationalities. Okay, not very very complicated. But the African African um stories, Amanda, Amanda, Sidekick, Sandberg, Sandberg, something like that. And they're they're non-binary, right? They are non-binary yeah. being person. Black, too. And I think. the entire yeah. cast is a hundred and they have like uh, behind the scenes. And they're also bringing in Renesh Kirkwell. Renesh Kirkwell is a character from High Republic, and she is an arrow-ace Jedi. And she is going to be an athlete. Also a person of so, color. Also a person of color. Yeah. Um, so that's just really cool. It's because we're starting to get it more. You know, if we're under Disney, which I find interesting. I do find that. I think it's a great jump in for High Republic, yes. I think they are going to be a little careful about bringing in. Yeah. You know, how, you know, Sherry? Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that um, Disney is very good at the selective outrage game, which is where you, um, you cast a black aerial mm -hmm. and part of the internet explodes. <laughs> not not being part part of the internet explodes and you get free uh, advertising from the other ninety percent of the internet mm. talking about how stupid that ten percent is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that Disney is very good at playing that game. With what just happened with Bud Light, I mean they took a huge hit in their sales. So good. Yeah, they got advertising, but you know, so I think Disney you know, and has actually really bad on so the yeah, companies. Yeah, the other beer companies, they immediately came out with, you know, pride cans too. But when they went with, um, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the names. Um, Her name is Dylan. The trans. Dylan Homing. They took a $3 million loss in sales. So I, I think Disney knows how to do it, but they are going to be careful. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not going to see the a leading character, you know, be gay or be a person of color at least for a little while longer. Oh, no, but it, but the new leads are all people of color. Yeah, you know, Andor Andor is brown, Mandalorian is brown, Ahsoka is black. Like they're those are all leads. And it's easier to do with race. If, if you start into the LGBTQ thing, mm -hmm. that's where you start getting into trouble. Yeah, they are. I think you're being more. Yeah. My friend has a theory that when it comes to Disney, they like other people to take their kids first. Yeah. We were talking about this when the concept of animation and like hmm. animation. Because you have things like Steven Universe and Shira running for years on Cartoon Network and Netflix mm -hmm. before they ever started trying to do stuff like Powerhouse. Mm -hmm. um, and he was saying that like, Disney likes to jump on the train cars of other people when they should be on a whole day of training themselves. Mm -hmm. And you're starting to see that. Because uh, 10 years ago, Dragon Ball just turned 10 uh, last year. And Alex Christmas and Pamela had two background religions for fans of this. Yeah. But now you have Pelham, which was like the first non binary uh, character on Disney, and the first like, bisexual leading 
fully content. Oh, yeah. Mm. And Disney will do it. Um, but like you said, they're very careful. That set, oh, well, let's do that first before I jump into this. Do you want to talk about the whitewashing of Bad Batch? I do want to talk about the whitewashing <laughs> of Bad Batch. Oh, since we're talking about, since we're talking about animation. Um, so yes, yeah, Star Wars is doing amazing with uh, representation better than they used to. However, however, comma, uh, the clones are not white. They're not. They're modeled after Timur Morrison, who is uh, Maori and very clearly not white and very clearly has like a round face. He doesn't have a chiseled Man, uh, chiseled jaw and, and cheekbones and nose he has a softer face and he has uh, dark skin he has darker than me skin and the Clone Wars did okay with some of it yeah you got a new tried gold star for some of it and then later in their own show missed it like messed up their own canon which was very strange like Boba Fett was dark in the beginning and then later he was light and I was like what you just had to use the same you just had to use the same like little character thingy. Like, what did you? How did you, how did you mess that up? But um, Bad Batch has got become significantly under fire for the whitewashing because it is about a, a, a selection of, of clones that are better than the regular clones. Mm -hmm. They're genetically enhanced to be better, and they're paler than the originals. Mm -hmm. they, it's, it's yeah. Really, uh, and I, I hope that I don't. I disagree. Oh, I'm just doing what they're talking about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you see the pictures of Boba Fett, you're like, no, what the hell? Um, there's no reason that after being Ahsoka and Rebels as well. I was like looking at her and I was like, all right, you in this bit in Clone Wars where like Ahsoka meets a forced vision of her older self. So I'm saying this because they actually had to like like do the CGI character creation first. So they had a version of Ahsoka older. In Rebels, when you meet Ahsoka, it doesn't look like that older Ahsoka. They changed her face completely. Instead of, she has like an oval face, big wide eyes, a big wide nose, and black lips. Like she is, the 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 Twi'leks, or the um, Togruta are modeled after black people. And they gave her, they made her face like this, and they gave her a white nose, and they gave her teeny tiny little eyes, and they gave her white mouth. And I was like, wow. look at the pictures. Altamar. Yeah, I think, if you think about like Ahsoka as a, if she were human, she would be a black person with like braids, yeah. like white and blue braids. Yeah, she's modeled after a black woman. Um, and in Rebels, they were like, she's white now. But but she was the Clone Wars was Disney as well. Like it wasn't there was no excuse for it, and so. Clone Wars. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, well, I, it's just interesting that you bring up Echo because the first thing that I saw, uh, well, okay, I saw someone complaining about the clones being too light in Clone Wars, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the first thing that I saw about Bad Batch and Spain Total was specifically about Echo, and I went, well, how long has he been trapped inside? <laughs> like, all of them all of, like every single one omega the fact that people are fan casting like white girls for omega is a huge failure show when on white on whitewash the bad batch <sighs> maybe i can't remember he basically was like we hear you you're valid we did what we could and it was or something like it was very dismissive comment so like the fact that they yeah they said they saw what we were saying and didn't do much about it Because it's the yes. default. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's may not even be malicious. I mean, some probably is malicious, but it's just as complete. It's just ignorance. Yeah. Lack of awareness. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like, what. Oh, that's, that's the make, difference. Yeah. yeah. You want to make a handsome-looking character. They should have a chiseled jaw. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like this. I, this image 
that is ingrained in our people. Yeah, we, I mean, we've lived with that image for, you know, since the Greeks wrote, you know, since Homer was writing. Yeah. And that is the default for mm -hmm. Western civilization. Yeah. And it does take a while to change, and it is small steps, like yeah. you said. I'm not saying that as a defense, I'm just saying yeah. that I think. No, no, part of the reason I agree is that is the problem we have to work Yeah, is that yeah. we yeah. uh, design right. just like, oh, let's just design Well, it. yeah, because those people, they have to be in the room from the beginning. Yeah. And with that's why High Republic is so important and in fascinating from a start like they've been Star Wars for 50 years and this is the first time they sat people down at a table and they deliberately on purpose picked the people so that the white people were in the minority. You know, there's queer art, art authors and I'm talking about like the original like 10 authors, you know. Queer people, black people, brown people, Latino people and like two white people mm -hmm. and they put like diversity is on the whiteboard in the vision board to begin with so That's they, they it's such yeah, a fun whiteboard to look at because they when they were planning this new universe um so they did went into it with that on purpose mm -hmm. and you at first when i saw the announcement i was like yeah okay sure you're gonna like right. yeah <laughs> right diversity is important to you okay <laughs> all right yeah, I was like, all right, guys, sure. I know what you usually do when you're making new shit in Star Wars. So High Republic phase one. Yeah, I know. This is our first gay character. Yeah. Uh, the first queer kiss in Disney. Yeah, all right. Um, but it, and it's set uh, 200 years before. The phase one is set 200 years before Phantom Menace. So it's the, the High Republic. The High Republic um, is like the grand age of the Jedi. And... I was listening to the books and I, this is always, I'm always like, oh, I'll watch like a thing and I'll be like, oh, wow, there were two queer characters. There were three queer characters mm -hmm. and I lost track. I, I couldn't count them anymore. There were so many. I used to make this this Yeah. Yeah. There's so many and they're not even all the main characters. They'd have like some, like they're like, oh, I'm going to call Master Who and so and so for asking him advice or ask them advice. And it's like, Bloom, it's a it's a they them Jedi Master. And you never see them again, and it's just there. There's a Jedi who is literally like a, a, a sentient blob of goo that wears a like suit. And he's a Jedi. And you're like, okay. Sure. Yeah. There's no rules. There's basically, yeah. So and it's so many. And it's like, oh my god. I I've been waiting for this my whole life. Because like you're looking at even the even the prequel Jedi Order, most of them are still human. You know yeah. the fact that like the Kenobi uh, or the Yoda's lineage down to Skywalker is mostly human males is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. like white human males. Well, I was going to say that a part of this has been the limitation of the technology. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you couldn't do... But they looked amazing. Come on. Yeah. They had a Mon Calamari head in 1977. Which one? Admiral Ackbar. Oh, yeah. But still, that's a little different as well. I mean, oh, well, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying yeah. you can put an alien head on the guy. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so I think that the technology has allowed us to do something besides just makeup on a white guy. Yeah. You know, um, I think that, and the animation, and of course, yeah, and it's so fascinating. Well, see, that's, what, that's exactly why I love animation, is uh, when I first started, because I'm an animation nerd, um, 
Yes, I agree. Because it can just be. You can have the Jedi Temple of Mount Nevada. You can have. You can walk into the bar in Resistance and have thirteen different aliens and derails, and you don't have to worry about the limitations of makeup. Other people are dehydrated and dying in their costumes. I love it. But can we shout out to all the badass aliens that are showing up? I no spoilers. In and Mando, yeah. Holy shit! Because <laughs> Mandalorian everywhere. Mandalorian gets Bad all the budget. Aliens yeah. everywhere. I love the bulkiness of it. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's why I love this episode. Um, I didn't expect they were hard. Yeah. theme and he like pops out through a curtain and I was just yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But John won't do it. No, he got sucked into Disney Marvel and he's are they gonna be able to wedge him in there? Are they gonna the question is hired other places or does he need Does he need the money? He's also I mean he signed up for a Marvel movie now. Oh Boyega? Wait, Boyega or Oscar? Really excited about the new Indiana Jones movie 
And I saw the first preview and I'm like, he's too old, he's too old. And then the thing came up. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, You're like, shoot. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. I'm in the theme of all the things started playing. Oh, so, oh, at the time. Like, my first ever midnight release that I like went to at midnight was Queen of the Crystal Sky. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's all indie gear and I have my pink fedora. Oh my god! First time! I remember you put Twitter and Twitter about that, and I'm like, dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they signed him. That's on him. Like he can yeah. do what he wants. He said he's done. He said he's he said he's, he said he's done, done and he also said this character dies with me. No, I think he's serious this time. Yeah. If they make us watch him die though on screen, I will be fighting someone. My heart can't take it. I know. I just thought of it now, but I can't. I can't. Yeah, pretty much. I can't. He doesn't want them to be recast, which I respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if stormtroopers fall off, Molly time, who cares? But yeah, yeah, yeah. If you fall off, and you're like, oh no, oh she's got his face, so she's got to go. Yeah, They did, yeah, they and did.
already planned for the second time. It will be yeah. very telling about how today is you're right. It's ages from now. A type of movie still? I thought that was went away. No, no, it's just. Yeah, okay, when, but yeah. I wanted the Orange Quadrant movies. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron would have been nice. I wanted, I wanted Top Gun in space, man. Yeah. 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 That's so bugged. It could still happen. I don't, I don't love Patty Jenkins, but like, it could still happen. But I think that if you're right about developing eras, that makes sense with what they're doing, tying it into the rest of the can of what they've got. You know, they have all of these shows between like that are like Clone Wars, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels in the middle between th three and four. And then they've got Mandoverse, which is post episode six. So like that's the two sections that have a ton of TV shows. Now we're getting Acolyte, which is before prequels, just a little bit. And that's where the higher public is set. So you've got like one, two, three sections. So that it would make sense to do movies in one, two, three. I've just seen Star Wars as the house. The movies are the quarters. They went through a full of the house. Everything else is the TV show, the books and stuff. I see it as a buffet so like yeah I like the buffet like you don't have to eat you don't have to eat every item at the buffet I don't know but like I'll figure we'll make this happen if it's not but like you don't have to eat every item at the buffet but you can't shit on what other people are eating yeah like don't be a dick if someone else is eating something Say, right. Show. How dare you eat that pizza? It's terrible. Love what? Oh yeah, yeah. What's the meme? It's like the the guys like um. Yes, I I watch all of Star Wars. It is a peaceful life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I love I love prequels. I watched them. I watched them once. I was there first day, and I know how they feed into the rest. Yeah. It's a blast. It's fun. So funny. One of these days. Yeah. Anything else to add? So, Disney Star Wars love it. Read the books. They're great. Read the High Republic books, um, and then read the canon ones also. And you can get them in the library for free. Download the, the app Libby, and you yep. can download uh, audiobooks and ebooks for free. Do not pay for Audible. I will hunt you down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you haven't read Hair of the, Hair of the Empire, it's a good time to hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Timothy's on his going to a con I'm going to in like three weeks. And I, I, I did this thing, and I haven't read the books yet. So I'm, I might have to well, grab them. Well, come in September. Let's go get your stuff in here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, we have not been able to get rid of anything. That's so good. I guess that's it. Follow us online if you want to talk about more Star Wars. Yay! Wait, what is your internet? Okay. Oh, you want mine?
visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. When you have eliminated the impossible, Watson, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth.